You're listening to the Functional Nurse Podcast. On today's episode, we'll talk about 12 places that you might be surprised to find a functional nurse. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. My name is Bridget Sager and I am your host. I am a functional medicine consultant, a family nurse practitioner, and I teach functional medicine for nurses and nurse practitioners through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine. Today, I thought it would be really fun if we talked about 12 places that you might be surprised to find a functional nurse. And I wanted to do this episode because I teach so many students about functional medicine that are nurses already and they're using it in their current practice or while they're doing the program they realize something that really sparks their interest and they develop a passion in that or they already have a passion in that and they're adding in some functional medicine and sometimes i'll have a student tell me what they do for a living and i get really excited about the idea of functional medicine being incorporated into that area of nursing so i thought this could be a fun uh, topic for us to explore a little bit more the impact that functional medicine can have in so many areas of healthcare. So my number one of 12 is a primary care clinic. And for me, when I worked in primary care, we had a registered nurse in our office. And you may or may not know that it is totally appropriate for a registered nurse to have a visit with a patient in a clinic that bills for insurance and bill for that visit. So it might not be a high coding visit if it isn't involving medication management like it would be for a prescribing provider. But we had our nurse in our clinic that saw patients throughout the day for various concerns and there was uh, protocols in place for certain things, but also she did education, injections, Medicare annual wellness visits, all types of things that she was able to offer and put in a billing code and bill insurance. So. I see a lot of the time where people are using health coaches and um, I really feel that nurses should step up in that role where rather than having a health coach in a primary care practice, we could have a functional nurse or a uh, nurse coach that practices functional medicine in a primary care clinic. And maybe part of their day is doing the kinds of things that my registered nurse was doing in, in my primary care clinic. And they can also jump in and do some visits where they're helping people with some guidance on wellness and improving their health outcomes. So primary care for me is a, the ideal place for a functional nurse because long-term, our goal isn't to continue to go down to the end of the stream and, and pull people out of the river, right? That's what people always use as that analogy for public health is that we need to go upstream and figure out what's going on. Primary care is a great place to do that. My second one might be my favorite because it I when I heard about this one, I got really excited was uh, in one of our first cohorts, we had our first student for the functional medicine course that was a school nurse. And since then, we've had several. And this one gets me so excited because I just think about the idea of the opportunity to open the door to wellness in a new way for children and their families at school age. And you know, we would talk about in the course when this would come up, like, what if you 
uh, help somebody identify a food reaction that's causing their chronic health condition and you reverse that health condition and they live another decade of their life because of that. I mean, like there's so much potential to having such a young audience and impacting the health of entire families as a school nurse that that one might be my favorite. I really love that one. For our number three is hospital, in the hospital. And uh, a lot of nurses are surprised by this. I think maybe they assume that because, you know, I'm all about lifestyle and fruits and vegetables uh, that maybe uh, functional medicine doesn't belong in the hospital setting or that it's hard to imagine how it could be. But, you know, a big part of being a nurse in any setting is being an educator. And anytime that we can introduce the question why and help uncover the cause of somebody's condition, particularly if somebody has been readmitted for several times for the same concern, just advocating for looking a little bit deeper for the cause of a health concern. And so when you learn functional medicine and find that the root cause of even like a heart condition or a lung condition could have to do with some inflammation or something in their diet or um, maybe a nutrient that's deficient and you're able to advocate for that or educate your patients, that could mean the difference between them going home quicker or not needing to come back again. Again, it, you have a captive audience, you know, unfortunately in the hospital setting. And so patients are there with you. You're working at the bedside with them in particular. It's a great opportunity to offer some education about what's going on with their medications, what's going on with their health, their diet, what might be going on underneath all this that, that can causes so many confounding factors for their health. So I really do feel like the hospital setting is an ideal place to start folding in some functional medicine skills. And a lot of my students will talk in our uh, online meetings together about that, what that experience is like. And, you know, being able to offer some education and some resources that the patients can leave the hospital with to continue to work on their health after they go home. And um, not just providing the, the basic handout information that they've been given, you know, several times in the past can be really meaningful for them to get some new information about their health. And hearing it in the, in a way that's meaningful for them too, I think is important. So our number four is one that is dear to me because when I worked in the hospital, I ended up on a, a cardiology floor for several years and I worked with a lot of folks in cardiology and a lot of my friends still work in that arena. Um, and it was one of the things that sparked my interest about functional medicine first because the learning ideas like the inflammation are at the root cause of most heart conditions was like mind blowing for me. And I see that <laughs> the light bulb go off for my students. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I've never thought of it like that. But you're so right. Like, you know, when we talk about the topic and there's so many nuances to the things that we took to be gospel for cardiology. Like what, you know, is this evidence-based protocol that involves all these, you know, specific medications. And when you look under the hood and say, oh, and those cause nutrient deficiencies that cause these other health concerns that I see in this population of patients all the time. Um, looking for root cause in in cardiology is just so exciting. And, and, you know, you have so many people that don't want to be on prescription medications, particularly for high blood pressure or for high cholesterol. 
And in functional medicine, we take the time to say, well, what is what does that cholesterol profile look like? Not just, you know, the the few average markers, but looking deeper. So with cholesterol, you know, we have so many opportunities with more advanced testing to look at the actual particle size of the cholesterol and deciding the risk for that person in particular. And this is an emerging topic that some cardiologists are getting on board with. And I think that it's going to be the future is for us to personalize our recommendations for managing cholesterol based on the person's particular lab work that's more detailed. And that's what people want. You know, they don't want to just be told, oh, your cholesterol's high. Here is a medication. And beyond that, you know, we have so many opportunities to intervene with food in particular. And the last thing I'll say about cardiology is, kind of, is you know, when I learned that cholesterol is the basic ingredient for our sex hormones and for cortisol. And I thought about how many people I had had on statins that then came back with sexual dysfunction. And, you know, like it kind of like blew my mind the amount of implications there are in blanket treating everyone with prescription drugs rather than helping them address their lifestyle. And meanwhile, all the other effects of that lifestyle, all the other effects of those exposures are still occurring in other body systems for them, right? Like we've made their blood pressure look better, but if we didn't address the nutrient that was deficient causing that blood pressure issue, it's still causing issues in all the other cells in the body that demand that also. We just made it look better with one marker. So cardiology for me is uh, like a near and dear topic, but also there's just so much room to help people with that. And I think the idea of nurses being able to specialize as a functional cardiology nurse and help people to work through that, you know, a lot of people will go to cardiology office and then say, oh, I don't want to take these medications. Um, and they need somebody to help them navigate that, not just saying no, thank you, but uh, optimizing their health. Okay, so number five is to have their own nurse coaching practice. A lot of my students, because I teach through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy, are already nurse coaches. A lot of students that take the course now see the benefit of nurse coaching. So they finish uh, the functional medicine for nurses course and then realize that they want to take the nurse coaching program because we talk about, you know, you can tell people all day long that they could, you know, eat uh, a different diet or address uh, something in their life that's a stressor address toxins in their life, whatever might be on their list. But if they're not ready for change, they're not going to get there. And sometimes the change is different than what they were motivated to change. So maybe they thought if they came to you, it was going to be about food and it's really about stress or, you know, their their work environment or their relationships or um, their self-care. And they're not ready to address those things, but they, they want to get better. The nurse coaching part is so key there. And so a lot of students, I don't say for me, when I started my nurse coaching training several years ago, I had never thought of owning my own business truly in my life. And when I realized the impact that I could have stepping away from allopathic healthcare and offering people guidance and options on uh, on my terms and in a way that I knew was going to be therapeutic for them, I 
started thinking about having my own business for the first time. And that's where my my business manifest well-being came from is I started it initially as a coaching practice on the side while I was still doing my primary care practice. So I that one I really can relate to. And a lot of my students will uh, start a functional nurse coaching program of their own or they already have a nurse coaching business of their own and so that they start to fold in some of the education that is available for them to incorporate related to functional medicine and they are able to help people really heal so that one i love because i think that a lot of nurses don't think about being an entrepreneur or having their own business or working outside of an hourly wage for the rest of their career. So becoming a nurse coach and folding in the functional medicine concepts and providing that education can be an amazing balance and really help people to have healthier, happier lives, which to me is very gratifying. So it it helps me uh, feel really happy about what I do each day. Um, So the next one I find occurs for a lot of my students during the course is to work in a um, chiropractor, naturopaths or nutritionist's office. They might, those are just examples that they might reach out to other holistic practitioners in their local area while they're doing the course and just say, you know, I'm a local registered nurse. I'm a holistic nurse. This is what I'm learning. I'm looking to connect with like-minded folks in the area that offer something. And I am so surprised. I mean, I I guess I shouldn't be because people want other choices, but I really am surprised how many students have come back just in that short period of time that, you know, they're in the course for 12 weeks and say, I partnered with a naturopath in my area and they're hiring me in their office, or I'm going to rent office space from the chiropractor in my town or a massage therapist or nutritionist. There's so many holistic practitioners that may have space or hire a nurse to to work in their clinic. And that is a great partnership because you're each offering something a little bit different. And uh, so it can be a great way to connect patients and clients with more than one modality that could be helpful for them. The next one, I think we talk in in the class about how you can get a really detailed intake on a client and, and be very thorough with them, which is for me, what I offer in my my own consulting practice, I see clients in my state, Washington state where I'm licensed and I see them online and they do a really detailed intake before their visit. And then I'm able to review that. And then we can have a lengthy visit together and talk about their goals and I can get more information and provide some education and guidance for them. That's my practice, but way on the other end of the spectrum is urgent care. And so I wanted to talk about this one because, you know, you can practice functional medicine in quick moments. And urgent care is my favorite example of that. We've had many students that have been working in urgent care as nurses. And so we talk during our online meetings about what it's like to start learning functional medicine and incorporating it in that area. And it's, I think so many people are surprised at how easy it is to just say, Hey, this is your third time back with this same concern. I I heard that this is, you know, your third infection this year. Let's talk about immune health for a minute or giving them even just having handouts on the topics that are uh, really specific 
to functional medicine and the kinds of things that come up often in an urgent care setting. So I've had students create their own handouts or documents, or they have specific resources to point people towards when they leave that day from their urgent care visit. Um, and there's so many avenues in how to do that, that we, we talk about in the course, like, you know, you can have, um, refer people to a podcast that you think aligns with with the topic or some books that you find to be helpful it just depends on their learning style and and what you think they'll hear so then uh, the next on the list is to do what i do and own their own functional medicine practice so for me i don't really market myself as a nurse coach i i am very passionate about the aspect of the functional medicine and being able to give people support and knowledge that they're seeking to improve their health and so we we talk about that that uh that you can you can have a balance of where you're more of a nurse coach or more of a functional medicine provider or, and you can lean one way or the other um i think it's important when you have your own practice to make clear what you're going to be offering and and make sure expectations are met for people so most of my clients come to me very motivated. You know, I have a cash pay practice, the billing and everything is very streamlined. And they come to me ready. They want somebody that's going to sit down and take the time that I'm able to give them. So for me, I use my nurse coaching less than some of my students do because they maybe already had a nurse coaching practice and their patients or clients just want, you know, every now and then they, they drop in a pearl of functional medicine knowledge. So for me, the functional medicine part is the part that I, I feel the most strongly about and that I want to offer to people. And I feel like that's what people are seeking from me. And I keep my nurse coaching tools, you know, close by for when those moments arise. And they do, you know, in every visit, I use some degree of nurse coaching with my clients, but I definitely am owning my own functional medicine practice and, you know, building your own business has all its own caveats that I think we'll talk about in some upcoming episodes, but I wouldn't want it any other way. Now I'm, I'm so happy with the way things have gone for number nine nurse educator is, um, we've had several students now that are educators, even in different countries and, um, different settings, um, teaching, pre-licensure students and teaching students in the graduate level. And it is really exciting to start to think about that. I have taught pre-licensure nursing students in the past, and it's really fun to have those conversations with nurses that or pre-licensure, so they're almost nurses, uh, nursing students that are learning functional, they're learning their basic nursing and you start folding in the why questions of functional medicine. For me, that's really exciting to ask those questions. Why do you think, you know, you're doing clinical in a hospital setting or I taught nutrition to pre-licensure students and to ask, you know, why do you think this person has this going on? Because there isn't a lot of that in allopathic healthcare training, asking the why. And so for us to have nursing students in the functional medicine for nurses program that are teaching that, just dropping it into their coursework that they've already developed to have their students become more inquiring and ask why. But also, you know, I joke that I hope someday we don't need my course anymore because 
what we do in functional medicine is truly foundational nursing practice. And so if we were to take the why of functional medicine and fold it into nursing programs, we could change healthcare absolutely across the board because there are more nurses than any other healthcare provider. We statistically spend more time with patients than anyone else does, and we're the most trusted profession. So having nurse educators in the course, they're going out and trickling functional medicine into nursing programs throughout the world now is just such an exciting concept to me. Um, so that one is number nine. And number 10 is a big one. It is it, to be in an endocrinology office. And I've had students that are working in an endocrinology office or they got a job in an endocrinology office after starting the course. And so the endocrine, this one is, you know, we have so many people that are metabolically unhealthy in, in our society and insulin resistance, uh, thyroid conditions, autoimmune conditions, all of these things can be addressed in a really holistic way using functional medicine principles. When my students learn this in the course and they learn just how much of what we can offer can help reverse illness and get people off of medications, it's really inspiring. And I don't think that there is a place that we could have a greater impact than in helping people that are in coming to seek an endocrinologist to balance some of those hormones in their body. So that one, I think, has a huge, bright future, and I am excited to follow up with some of the students that in past cohorts have uh, told me they are working at an endocrinology office um, because the potential there is huge. I'm even thinking of uh, a topic I've been looking into more and more is continuous glucose monitoring and that we can have people wear a continuous glucose monitor to increase their awareness of the impact that their food choices and their stress and their sleep and like everything that happens through the day affects our blood sugar. It isn't just our food. Um, I've personally worn one and I hope to find the time soon to share more about that experience. Um, and I think that having a, a functional nurse in an endocrinology office that offers that or offers it for people that are looking to understand their metabolic health in a more intimate and personalized way, that is such a great setting for that. And the continuing this glucose monitor topic to me is exciting because a lot of people need to see evidence that there's something going on. Um, and that is one really uh, effective and personalized method for that. Okay, so number 11 is for a functional nurse to be in a functional medicine practice. And so we have had students that worked already in a functional medicine practice as a nurse, but maybe didn't have as much of a foundation in functional medicine as they had hoped to or maybe the providers in their office learned functional medicine and started offering it. And they wanted to learn that also so that they could all partner together in working with the patients. So that is one scenario where they're already working there and they come to the program to learn more about functional medicine and what their, their providers in their office are offering. But also I'm having students that are learning through the course and seeking out people in their community afterwards or online. There are some online offerings for more holistic access to healthcare via telehealth, and they're hiring registered nurses also. So that is an option. 
And uh, under both circumstances, it's like, you know, you're right in the heart of it. If you're able to be a registered nurse or a nurse practitioner and work in a functional medicine practice, um, it could be in person or uh, telehealth there is a demand for it and it's growing. I see it more and more in my peers when I communicate with them that they're looking for nurses and nurse practitioners to expand their practice because their practices are growing rapidly. People are learning about functional medicine and they want somewhere to go. And so the demand is there and it's really exciting, you know, that we're offering this through Inca and then IFM has now partnered with us. And so that gives us a lot of credibility for our students to be able to go and advocate for themselves to support a local functional medicine practice. Okay, so number 12 is pretty cool. Um, It is to be a retired nurse or nurse practitioner. I was kind of surprised after a couple cohorts that I realized how many of my students are retired as nurses. And we have the best conversations because the way that they use what they're learning is so different from maybe the thoughts. And, you know, a lot of my students are worried, how do I use this in my current practice or should I change what I do? Um, And retired nurses that learn functional medicine are more talking about the conversations they're having with their friends and family and what it is doing for their own health. And when I realized this, I was thinking about it. And, you know, we talk in the course about the value of what we offer and that we shouldn't undervalue it. And I always ask my students, you know, how much would you pay for a massage? I think in my local area, it's about $100 an hour right now. So... Nobody's going to get healed from their chronic health condition from $100 massage, right? But they could potentially get healed from a chronic health condition from one visit with a functional medicine nurse because maybe they need some clarity on something and they go and address that and they have complete reversal of their symptoms. That is worth $100, right? So I was thinking about the cost of the course and... If you're retired, maybe you need continuing education. But more than that, how much is it worth to get the knowledge to improve your own health and to be able to share that with people around you? I also am a lifelong learner. I know I'll never get tired of learning new things. And so for me, I I think about the idea, oh, what if I was retired and I got to learn all this? Um, So being a retired functional nurse, I think is pretty awesome too, and getting to share it with so many people in their lives. But I've also had some of my retired functional medicine nursing students that decide that they thought they were retired until they learned this. You may have heard on my episode where I interviewed Jill Jefferson, we were talking about how we used to have the goal of saving and retiring early as a nurse. And once we learned what our passion was in functional medicine and nurse coaching, that now there's no real thoughts of retiring anymore because we found something that we're passionate about. And for me, you know, I knew why I became a nurse. And then I never really felt like I was living that in the roles I had been in in the past. Now I do. So I don't really see a future where I'll be retiring anytime soon. So I'm not surprised when my students that are retired tell me that now they're kind of thinking maybe, maybe I'll start a business of my own. Or, you know, maybe I'll start seeing people that have asked for care from me. 
surprisingly, you know, malpractice insurance when you aren't writing prescriptions or, you know, doing any risky procedures is actually quite affordable. And so it isn't unreasonable to say, you know, get a business license and offer some coaching and functional medicine education for people in your community. And we should definitely have an episode on uh, being insured. Uh, so uh, we could talk about that soon too. Uh, well, I, uh, okay, so our top 12, I'm gonna just rename them here at the end, is working in a primary care clinic, being a school nurse, working in the hospital setting, uh, specializing in cardiology, having your own nurse coaching practice, working with other holistic practitioners in your community, offering functional education at an urgent care clinic, owning your own functional medicine practice, being a nurse educator in a university or local college setting, working in an endocrinology office, working in a functional medicine practice and being retired. So those are 12 fun places that I think you uh, may have been surprised to consider someone might work and practice functional medicine as a nurse. And I hope this was a fun topic for you too. And until next time, be well. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. If you want to help spread the word about the powerful role nurses can play as true healers using functional medicine practices, consider sharing an episode with a nurse friend or on social media. And click the subscribe button to stay informed of newly released episodes. You can also visit and share the links below in the show notes for more information on nursing resources and the Functional Medicine for Nurses course offered through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine.